And hello, hello, welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It's Zach and Alex here, as always, to talk about the weekend that NASCAR had at Talladega. Always, always, Talladega never has not produced an interesting podcast episode, I feel like. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I mean... we're either we're either really (laughs) mad, we're either really mad, or we're really excited. Like, oh my gosh, it didn't wreck. Yeah, this though, or something. I, I have to say, going into this episode, I'm just kind of meh, and I don't even think the racing was necessarily meh, even though it kind of was. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's just different, and I think, you know, what this is like the the third Talladega race, the I don't even know how many super speedway races now, like the the, the ninth super speedway race with the next gen car, like. You know, just mm-hmm. we've done this a, a lot before. We know what to expect. The drivers weren't surprised about how the racing was at all. No one else was really surprised. Um, you know, but we we have a lot to talk about. Um, let's go ahead and run through the the outline. I forgot to do that the last few weeks. But Kyle Busch got his second win. We're gonna talk about that. Um, talk about Ryan Blaney getting close to you know getting a win. But of course, you know he's Ryan Blaney. Of course, he's not gonna win. Um, we'll talk about kind of the ending, Bubba Wallace making that late bro- block. Was it the right or wrong move? Speaking of right and wrong, Gregson and Chastain calls one of the last incidents. We're going to talk about who's to blame, if any at all. Chase Briscoe apparently did donuts on pit road in the middle of the race, because why wouldn't you? Um, we have some tea. One of the points I find very interesting, because apparently Fernando Alonso got himself a honey, and she's quite popular. Can't so- wait to talk about that. And speaking of wait. speaking of popular people, um, Malcolm in the middle is the points leader in Arca. So crazy episode. Um, the T is probably more exciting than the NASCAR race at this point. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're gonna make our fantasy pick so that I can I uh, so that I can lose to Alex once again. So <laughs> love it. I'm not salty. Um, <laughs> so NASCAR at Talladega. Um, I think. I'm just going to start with my general kind of perception of the race because, again, the racing was exactly how we expected it. Wasn't that bad. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, did this race even mean anything? Because Kyle Busch gets a second win, so none of the playoff grid really changes. Um, It's the regular season. Like, I, I don't really have any kind of feelings of, you know, who... Because, like, the points contenders, they wrecked anyways like you know Kyle Larson so it's just like it's hard to it's hard to have a major takeaway out of this race and it was like you know same stuff like Bubba Wallace and Ryan Blaney almost win a plate race and then they wreck like who's who could have seen that coming like it was very I I think it was just a I've seen this before that's that's how I'm feeling about this Talladega race Alex yeah Zach we we were texting about this like we were kind of bored in the race yeah. And it, I don't think During it was During what? Stage of... stage 2, right? Yeah. Stage yeah. 1 and 2? Hmm, weird. I think oh. I think we've seen this before. <laughs> yeah. I I don't I don't think it's necessarily the package. I just don't think again there's not really like why would these guys go three wide in stage 1 and 2? And I'm not saying that's what make it makes a super oh. speedway race exciting. It's just like they're not going to do crazy yeah. things right now. The it's drivers really said it like... themselves. They're not going to. They're going to ride yeah. around and save fuel. That's the entire strategy. There's even with stage points on the line. That's not. It doesn't seem that's enough incentive. Yeah. And 
Daniel McFadden on Twitter, one of the journalists, he was on Twitter saying they could have been doing this the whole race. He said that during stage three. And I don't agree with that because like, why would they, you know, it's like the race again, doesn't really matter until stage three. All you're missing out on are the 10 points and the playoff point. And I mean, that has some worth, I suppose, but I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. I understand why these guys just kind of wait till stage three. And it was just kind of like, what? Like I just played my switch during the stage one and two. And then I was still playing it first half of last stage. And then once I got that 30 to go, that's when I started paying attention to the race. It was like, fun, okay, now the race is actually going and I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's just, you know, like well, you said, like, does this race matter? Like, I, I think you really. almost, you want a package that would be track position focused because otherwise it's like, you know, track position becomes really important and you need it earlier on you know late race right like you want it probably Mm -hmm. at the start of stage three if it's really hard to pass you probably want track position soon right but also again i mean if the entire field's running in a pack that's just the kind of racing you're gonna get um especially with like kind of an older package when um like the we got like in the 2021 package even there would be a lot of single file because you know why would you why would you go and make passes right now like it didn't really um, you could just make them later um, and not risk getting into a wreck. But, you know, yeah. it is what it is. I because like I have a direction I want to go with super speedway racing that most people probably don't want to go because what's that? So right now, a lot of people we see this gridlocked double file. The drivers say you can't get a third lane started. And what I thought was interesting is someone I don't know if it was Gluck or somebody um, they talk to Kislowski after the race and Kislowski's like the third lane only got going because the bottom lane was saving fuel <laughs> which oh, just made me laugh and then like and then the bottom lane would be like oh I guess we should start going again so then they go again and they <laughs> just leave the top lane like um I but my opinion is and I know it's cool to see like these awesome three wide packs but I almost think you need to go in the separate direction and Instead of it trying to take the two wide pack and make them three wide, that's such an American way of thinking. Like the, with the interstates, add another lane, then they can yeah, pass, yeah. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but you still have a traffic jam. No, the here's the way. thing. I think we need to get we need to do something about this gridlocked pack racing because I don't really care for y'all. Know I'm a proponent of train racing, but like, look mm. at the Indy 500. And how, like, exciting that race can be, even if the cars are all on a line. We still know the guy in fifth is not exactly in position to win. And what I like is that there can be kind of different strategies. But most importantly, there's room for guys to move when they're all on a single lane. And if they have a package where the car is able to step out of line and keep momentum going, then we can... I don't know, see actual skill from these drivers get used, maybe have tires that are able to wear out on this track. I don't know if that's possible just with the loads and stuff, but I don't know. I think that's the direction I would go. I would, I want to spread the pack out to be honest, because kind of like early 2000s, like they could get some, that stuff's awesome to me because I mean, you get, you see so much driver skill expression, you get less wrecks, 
you get less yeah. racks. You get, did you hear me? You get less racks. I would like that. I, I don't mean, know about the mass majority. That's the but... thing. It's like, but like, what's a third lane really? I mean, I guess a third lane does give drivers more options, right? Because it's yeah. not like, I don't know. That's, I don't know what the answer is, but I think what's also kind of interesting is that NASCAR, it's not just the super speedway racing they have to work on, right? Like Martinsville last week was unacceptable, not unacceptable, but it was, you know, it wasn't Martinsville. And then the speedways, Mm -hmm. they're kind of getting there to where they kind of, they're going to need some work. So it's like, I'd rather NASCAR spend time working on, you know, the regular tracks rather than trying to make the super speedway package better, even though honestly, again, you can give the, as we kind of talked about, you can make these guys, you can have these guys have, you know, three, four lanes, but they're probably just going to ride around until stage three, unless the pack spreads out and unless you get rid of stage breaks, but that's, that's not NASCAR. That's not NASCAR. So why even Alex, what's the point of even talking about it? So, yeah, like, like you said, though, I would, rather have a race like we had yesterday than just a wreck fest i mean i don't think yesterday's race was like spectacular by any means like it was yeah. kind of just annoying to be I honest i mean it's fine to have a like, race like that i mean we talked about last yeah. week or last year at talladega the fall it's like oh wow we really need this good. great race right uh, the racing wasn't that much different i guess right Mm -hmm. but also that was in the playoffs and actual things were on the line so that changes right the changes that's a big thing is that we had a race similar that like it actually mattered this race i mean we'll talk about it overtime kind of overruled again but whatever but again i'd rather have a race like this than what we had a few years ago where they're just wrecking and it takes 12 hours finish a yeah, single or race. like the xfinity race um, saturday yeah. which ended up being longer yeah. in time than the cup race apparently and that's and it was 200 miles shorter that's really funny <laughs> that's yeah yeah but yeah should we talk about uh, the race yeah so i guess we'll start here at the top but yeah kyle bush uh richard Childress racing second win and this first what like yeah. 10 or so races like that's really impressive honestly i don't i don't even care if it's talladega because he almost won daytona too i mean it's not like you just mm-hmm. sure you, you know he was he he got a gift from you know bubba and blaney making contact but still he was in the position and that team you know they've shown speed other places this is this is a big deal you know having multiple wins uh i think it's you know kyle bush and we saw this kind of after he won california he's back to his old self a little bit which is, you know, I would say good. so. I think it's good. I mean, this isn't going to be his last one of the year either. Do you know? So no. And if you recall in our predictions episode earlier in the year, I did say Kyle Busch would have five wins this year. We're off to a good start to that. We are. But yeah, Kyle is kind of back to how he was. I mean, last year he had that one win, and that was Bristol Dirt, where yeah. he probably was not going to win that. Okay, he's been backing so, into a lot of wins lately, hasn't he? I know I just of, said yeah. like, well, he put himself in position, but no, he has been back- <laughs> Bristol dirt. I mean, you, uh, where else did he back himself in? Well, like it goes back to Fontana, like 2013, yeah. but he's been, 
He's had this history but of you, like doing this. It's kind of funny. You have to be <laughs> able to put yourself in position yeah. to back yourself into it, which is why Alex Bowman gets too much flack in my opinion. Yes. Because he had to put himself in position. But no, it's funny. Since Kyle Busch has made that comment, he's backed into Bristol Dirt. He backed True. into something else before Bristol Dirt. Too. There's something else. It's like kind of part yeah. of his reputation, right? Not his reputation, off, but like he's been doing it a lot. So I'm just saying, yeah. Kyle. But that I'm Remember just Chicago Land. That Chicago Land finish. Uh, with, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Blanking with who that was. It was Larson. He ended wasn't up backing it? into that too. Larson. Okay. He didn't back into that. He ba- he backed himself back into it because Larson mm, backed himself fair, into fair. him. Slide job. Slide job. <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. Like I, I would say Kyle Busch is probably a championship favorite. I mean, it's just it's just Talladega. But yeah. By the way, first Super Speedway win for Kyle Busch since two thousand eight. Dude, which, um, shut up! No, shut Zach, up! Shut up! Zach, That's when I started watching NASCAR, and I remember when he got that win in the M and M's car right mm-hmm. there at Talladega, and then when he won. But oh my god, that's so funny! You know why it's so funny? Both of his wins that year were under or at Super Speedways. The races ended under caution. It was. I was also going to say he also got his. He won at Daytona in the summer yeah. and here, his first year at Joe Gibbs Racing. He is now in his first year at Richard Childress Racing. Wait as a minute. Well. So he's going to win so, six more races. Lots of parallels here in the regular season, and then he's going to completely crap his pants once the playoffs start. He'll miss. The, I mean, he'll miss the first round. <laughs> Won't he? I mean, that's what happened to Reddick last year, that same car. <gasps> oh my god. The prophecy's been foretold. I mean, honestly. Dang. That's crazy. I mean, but yeah, well, um, we'll have to see, though. But yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, it's a very similar start to 2008, which, you know, cool. I, I love 2008 vibes. Um, I, I'm here for it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, the end of the race... It was what Kyle Busch, Ryan Blaney, Bubba Wallace. Who else was up there? Someone else was up there. Who was pushing? There were uh, a lot of people up there. Who was pushing? Um, I don't even know. I couldn't tell you. Kislowski. It was back. Brad. Brad. Oh, yeah, Kislowski <laughs> was up How there. How can I forget? So, <laughs> first of all, they were all low on fuel. Blaney didn't think he was going to make it to the finish. And this is in second overtime now. It's Bubba Wallace, Ryan Blaney. And it looks like Bubba got the better start on that second restart. Going into turn two, he makes this huge block that was just not going to work. And I don't blame Bubba for doing that. You, I do. You're trying to win. You're trying to. I mean, it was his fault. Don't get me wrong. Y'all need to stop like blocking. It, you got to do it. Y'all need to stop blocking. All it does is get you wrecked. I'm just saying. It, I'm not. It That's doesn't fair, take a NASCAR. But... It does not take a NASCAR driver to see how many times blocking gets you wrecked. Guess who? The winners of both of these last two Talladega Spring races did not block. They stick to the bottom and they won the race. I'm just saying. Right, Ross Chastain I mean, last year, Kyle Busch this year. They yeah. just held the line. And they won. They didn't have to do yeah. anything. <laughs> just saying. I mean, that's a good point. And Blaney said after the race, in my mind, you can't block three times. I agree with that. You can't. Bubba did take blame for it. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, I understand. But Poor like, Bubba. I think that was a bit of a, I don't know. But Bubba, he can do, I think he can do better than that. You know, I mean, he's won at Talladega before. He's good at these places. 
I think I don't I don't think what what else could he have done? Just let Ryan go by him? I don't know. You had three quarters of a lap left. I'm just saying. True. I know That's it's hard. True, I know actually. it's h- harder yeah. to pass, but it wasn't that hard for him to pass Kyle Busch in the first place. I mean, you know, let Ryan go by and then slingshot him back. I'm I'm just saying. I don't know. That's I, a good point. But because Talladega is a huge track and the finish line is like, later, as yes, TV will tell you. Like yes, but. they could start wrecking and the race ends. I get that, but yeah. that's just, I don't know. You're not going to win if you start blocking all over the place. And both of you, even if they didn't wreck, Kyle Busch is passing them anyways. So it's yeah. like, once you start blocking to the point that you're slowing yourself down that much, you're not even defending your mm. position anymore. So right. what's even the mm. point? You're just trying to wreck yourself. Fair point. But the, I say that, obviously, in our race car driver, Bubba. Well, yes, he's been in NASCAR for a good while now. He hasn't been in that position that much. Even if he's been up front at the end of these races, he doesn't really catch himself in the lead that much. He He's right. normally the one being the aggressor, right? Not defending. Next time he's in that situation, I think he does something different. You know, I don't think he blocks right. that he's, much. He'll have the experience of yeah. being in that position now. Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. And by the way, poor Ryan Blaney led, what, the last 30-some laps? It looked like he probably had this good, but, you know, leading late super speedway, it's probably not going to end well. Yeah. Just finished his second. Yeah, I mean, he did. I mean, well, you picked him to win. I mean, he did exactly what we kind of expected out of him, which is good because, you know, Blaney and Team Penske, for that matter, they're not really shining that bright outside of, you know, Talladega Mm -hmm. and Atlanta and Daytona right now. So they need to right. they need to get as many playoff points as they can. And I don't know if he ended up winning a stage or not, but he needs to get as many of these points and stuff as he can. The stages were the stages were Elliot and Almarola. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, Stuart Haas had a good day. Almarola was up there. He ran out of fuel at the end, I believe, yeah. but you know, um or somebody did. But then what Chase Briscoe comes home with like a third or fourth place finish, which was really impressive. Um Yeah. Yeah. Good day from Ford. Obviously, Ford they know what they know how to they know how to do it on these plate tracks or these super speedways. And let's jump around a little bit. You mentioned Briscoe. Let's talk about that. He early in the race, I didn't see he this. like spun. Yeah, he those green flag pit stops and a few uh, like a stop earlier, a lap earlier. Tyler Reddick spun on coming down the pit road, and I think he tapped the wall. Maybe had a little had a bit of front end damage. And then the next cycle came around and Briscoe spun and ends up having a flat right front tire and put him two laps down. He stalled there. And I guess he told Jeff Gluck, Gluck said this on the teardown, that Briscoe told him that people in the box that he was in front of were pulling their phones out and like taking a video of him. Yeah, I'm going to look at very embarrassed. I'm going to look at what actually happened because I'm curious. And. It forced NASCAR to have to bring a caution out. It was a uh, very kind of bizarre, but I guess it was the flat right front tire. He just couldn't move at all. Yeah. But as you said, he got a top five still. He went two laps down from this and uh, still got back into top five. Oh, yeah. Really he just spit. Woo! That was close with Ryan Priest. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Oh, that's hectic. But yeah, so his tire's down, so we can't even get back going. That's kind of. Wow. Yeah. Wait, they did so not. So the NASCAR had, they, to, th- they had they, to throw a yellow. Yeah. They no, they didn't show it on the highlights. They didn't show him spinning around. That's lame. I want my money back. Anyways, um, 
<laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Hey, he was I like didn't... doing. It was like he was like parked there. You know how they like hit the brakes and do a burnout. It looked like he was just doing that on pit road. Yeah, because I guess funny. that's funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God. And, and of course, he also they had a broken finger, caution. by the way. Apparently, oh my god, I was cringing at like hearing the description of of that because apparently it was like really painful. Ugh. Yeah, Ooh. like splinting pain. Oh, I would have. I'm guy. just saying, Alex. I understand mm. you're not locked into the playoffs. I'm getting out of that car. He was Don't screaming. Give you a waiver. He was screaming in pain. Well, he already started the race, so he gets the. Wait, yeah. Yeah, get someone else in that car. If they win, Chase Briscoe gets the 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 credit. Yeah. So yeah, get they, get a call Tony from the booth. Tell him get in that fourteen car or Clint. <laughs> oh yeah, get Clint in there. Get Clint. That's both of their cars, technically. Oh, God, I'm pretty sure. Who else? Riley. Stage Herbst? one. Clint oh, Riley can, is in the race. Clint can drive it in stage one. No, Chase can drive at stage one to start the race. Clint can drive it in stage two. Yeah. And Tony can tag back in from the booth and drive at stage three. That'd be funny. But no, for real, but, um, I, I'm getting out of that car. I don't care. He didn't win the race anyways. Yeah. But what if he, he got close? He did get... That's why you stay in it. You got to stay in it, man. Um, but whatever. Yeah. So now it's uh, debate time. Because you and I don't agree on this, I don't yeah. think. So... The Noah Gregson and Ross Chastain incident. So this, this incident happened on the second, <laughs> the second overtime. Uh, Gregson was out front on the outside, and Chastain was behind him. And Gregson got a little loose, I'm assuming, from Chastain like on the restart. It definitely was from and Chastain. You don't need to assume. <laughs> and then Chastain goes down into the middle in between Blaney and Gregson. And it just doesn't work. It causes a wreck. Just yeah. what a mess. This was the first overtime. Excuse me. I said second. It's the first overtime. Oh, and not, this the, was, not the fifth uh, overtime. The first. Okay. Got it. Yeah, this was the first one. Okay. But yeah, cool. th- just silly situation. Who's at fault? Zach, I'll let you go first. Well, I immediately think Gregson's at fault because what I saw, I saw him lose control of his car and get shoved out of the racing line. And then he comes back down and hits Chastain because he's playing a video game. And that's what you do when something happens that you don't like. You come back down and hit the cars that, you know, he he came back and hit the AI, basically. That's what I saw. Seeing a replay, it happened a lot faster. And he probably literally just didn't have control of his car the entire time. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying that's a skill issue. You lost control of your car. It's your fault. I'm sorry. I think I think Chastain's at fault for this because like you can't, why why is he going in the middle? He should have went to the outside. Because Gregson was sliding up the track. He left the was hole he open. Up the track? Because he like, was. you just said you just said Gregson went down after he got put up the track. He okay. got put up the track and then he was like, "No, that's not fair." And then he turned the wheel left. Oh my god. It's not fair. No. You can't push Chastain me out. Have, Chastain shouldn't have taken shouldn't have what, that. pushed? He, no, he should have pushed. We're at a super speedway. Yes, thank you. I'm glad we agree on that. That's good. He should have done that. Yes, yes. he every right to do that. Part that I have an issue with, I don't have an issue with it. It's super speed racing, whatever. But 
he shouldn't have gone into the the hole. It, it reminds me of 2014 Texas, but it's Shut like up. actually you're Chastain's so salty. <laughs> Not listen. this Jeff Gordon fan bringing up 2014 listen. Texas. The hole was there, dude. Get over it. We Texas is a mile and a half, and this is a super speedway. Very different tracks. Jeff Gordon did leave a hole in 2014. This situation, there was not a hole. We were there at a super a speedway. What are you doing? There was what a are hole. You doing? Sir, there was a hole, but why are you doing that? You're going to cause a wreck. He wasn't the one like, that made the contact. On. No, the 42 car came he, back down. I'm he, just saying. There wouldn't have been contact if he didn't go in the hole. Why did he do that? What do you oh, mean? You're thinking real hard now. No, because then huh? the 42. So if he gets shoved up the track, there's uh-huh. only a few options here. Either if he's actually out of control and his car spinning to the inside, he's just going. He's going to collect somebody anyways. Or mm. if Chastain stays behind him, goes up the track with him, then all of a sudden Chastain's hole is getting filled, mm. and no one okay. wants that. Then he's getting. Then he's not winning the race. You yeah. fill the hole. The hole was there. Especially Noah Gregson. If Noah Gregson's leaving a hole open, you have to take it. I'm not taking that hole. I'm not filling that hole either. But I'm just saying, for Talladega no, win, I might fill the hole. Bad. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Alex, do you um, like long or short pit roads? <laughs> anyway. So I personally think that this is just a dumb super speedway thing. You like long and the, the actual person at fault for this is not actually a person, but NASCAR <gasps> overtime is at fault for this situation because I don't think Ross Chastain makes this move if there's no NASCAR overtime. That's a because, good argument. Fun fact: this race would have been over. There was would not have happened if we didn't have NASCAR overtime. And also, if this restart happened with like two to go and it was actually the scheduled distance, again, I just don't think this would have happened because it's like you know you have multiple chances yeah. at this. So from Chastain's perspective, again, I think I I would agree with you. Here. If it wasn't Ross Chastain, uh-huh. I would agree with you that he wouldn't make that move, but he's Ross Chastain. But any other driver, so again, they probably think, don't make that move. Yeah. So I think NASCAR overtime just makes it so you can be more aggressive and you still get another shot. It's a feedback loop. It's a positive feedback loop. You yeah. cause a wreck, you and, get uh, you get a free restart. So yeah. Yeah, it just messy. I hate NASCAR overtime. We added thirty minutes to this race for what? God, just a wreck, couple cars. Yeah, like they act we like had, I don't got work the next morning. They really do. Right. They act like I don't got work the next morning. Just very goofy. It. I don't know. I would just love if they got rid of overtime. But anyway, fun debate, Zach. Uh, another thing about this incident is that it did cause the Kyle Larson and yeah. Ryan Priest crash. And the Larson car had several broken pieces on the passenger side of the car. Like some bars were bent and not like broken where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, Bozy um, on Twitter did a really good art thread about this. He also wrote an article about it. He's an IMSA and NASCAR mechanic. Yeah. Highly recommend checking that out. Uh, we're gay, so we don't know what that's all what all happened there. But 
uh, really good detail about what happened there from him. And uh, Ryan Priest, I don't know if you saw this. It's kind of like trigger warning. I saw the, you, like, don't like, like car the, crashes. The, the but, car. Like, it was bad. Yeah. 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 For anyone listening, like, don't look at that if you don't want to see like a bad crash, whatever. Like, I it mean, was his, violent. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, you know, the stuff inside the car, like the Hans device, you know, it did its job. But yeah. even with that stuff, it just looks violent. Like, it's it insane what these drivers visor, go through. Yeah. His visor got swung up like that. It was not good. It was a Hopefully nasty He's hit. okay. He's probably sore today. And again, this yeah. is, that's not even at, like, top speed, I don't think. Because they're still getting up to speed, like, throughout turn one and two. Like, that's not even top speed. Mm-hmm. It's just really yeah. sad. Because, like, again, that's why, like, we don't need all these, like, that's why, like, with pack racing, you're going to get wrecks like this. And that's why, it's like, IndyCar's very... Uh, very hesitant about bringing pack racing mm-hmm. back because you'll just get it's more likely for stuff like that to happen, where you know. But and you know another argument against overtime, real quick. We talked about this in our IndyCar Texas episode, is that the intensity was high because we knew this race could end at any moment. Yep, that was not there with NASCAR. We just know they're going to keep wrecking and wrecking and wrecking. Until the white flag. And I was, then that intensity's there. Like, this race could end whenever. I was expecting... And that's kind of how Xfinity played out. I don't even remember if they had a bunch of overtimes, but they just kept wrecking. But, like, um, my thing is, like, I'm actually hoping that there isn't a wreck with, 10 to, with like, 15 Same. to go, actually. I'm hoping there isn't a wreck because I know what's going to happen. It's going to start a well. It's not even going to start a cycle at this point. If they wreck with 15 to go, NASCAR is going to draw that caution out for so long to have a three lap to go restart. They will like. uh, So I actively like frustrating, and I guess normally, like if it's IndyCar, I guess I wouldn't want to wreck either. But I don't know. It's just like I don't want more. I don't want to be here for another hour. I like what's happening right the scheduled now. Distance. Yeah, I yep. think I just like racing without wrecks. But in, it's wrecks are always going to be a thing. But I just, I don't know. Yeah, wrecks are a part of racing, but we don't need to. We don't need to encourage them. more of them. Overtime does yeah. encourage them. Again, it's a positive feedback loop. You want to wreck people in overtime. That's how you win the race. Yep. That is the best strategy to win the race. If you're not yep. in the lead. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yep. But I'm glad they're both okay. Hopefully okay. I don't, you know, you, you have to hope yeah, there's no, you have to hope there's nothing like, you know, head, head related because both of these True. guys are very talented. Kyle Larson's in a prime position to contend for this championship again. We don't want this random Talladega race, you know, causing, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. But yeah. And what to see. Little... Before I go move on to our break, a little rundown of the top 10. Uh, Kyle Busch won. Uh, Ryan Blaney was second. Chris Busher, shout out, got third. Those RFK cars are really good. God, and, uh, yeah. Chase Briscoe, fourth. I thought Brad. got fifth. Man, he came. Yep. I got a shout out to Brad. He was Slay of the week. Brad Kozowski, my fantasy pick. He was running in the back all day. I don't, I don't even think it was on purpose either, but he found that bottom line on that last run. He was making his way up there, dude. Like he was, he was. I don't know if it was a case of people. I thought he was gonna win. I me too. That tweet I made, um, with the four start out words, it wasn't a cuss word. It was Brad. 
<laughs> oh, Brad. I was just like, Brad. Brad. Because I had the vibe he was finally going to get that win today. And I was close, but, you know. He's going to win one of these at some point. Like, 100%. Yeah. And uh, moving on, Eric Jones. Six. Another solid yep. super speeder race for him. Uh, William Byron, Christopher Bell, Daniel Suarez, and Todd Gillen Todd gets Gillen. another top 10. In the 36 car, not even his normal ride. Because yeah, remember, the Zane third Smith. front row car. Yep. He got booted one. out of his car for Zane Smith. To, I don't even know where Zane Smith finished. Todd Gillen gets another top 10 in wow. the dollar store front row car. That's crazy. Yeah. So impressive. We talked about this last week. I really think he, he should be considered for the four card. Why is... Like, I understand point, Michael McDowell has... Oh, yeah, Todd. Yeah, get him for the four car. But I'm just like, why is Michael McDowell still here? I guess he's got funding, but Lord. Michael McDowell's really good, too. I can't talk crap. He's a Daytona 500 he, champion. McDowell's good at these tracks, too. At this point, y'all uh, just need Gilland three teams, is, apparently. Gillen's running really good everywhere right now. McDowell had a good season uh, in 21 and 22, kind of. But Gillen's like top 10, top 10, top 10. So impressive. Y'all don't do that that much. I don't know, but yeah, put Todd and, Gillen in the SHR car. Put him in the four. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know who else they could put in there besides like Riley Herbst if they just want please the money. No. God. But, and a third like, monster. No, like, no, no, no. Do mo- no. We need a third Monster Energy car. Yeah, we do. Unleash the beast. We need what's we need another brand? One. They could do like they need to start doing monster energy paint schemes with the really fun looking cans. I don't know. Coca Cola is very particular cool. about their brand and stuff and monster energy. Yeah. Um but like by the way, um Monster Energy also owns NOS Energy. Like they could put that on a car. Like that'd they? be really cool. They do. They don't though. Cause then well they spot was weird as they sponsored they Ricky for a while. That's Do a, they still? It's a monster brand. Do they mm-hmm. still? Well, that might have been through Kroger, though. I'm not really sure. I don't know. But uh, well, anyway, Nas they needs could to like, come back and sponsor. Uh, they should do that. Yeah. Uh, I just, I they were sponsoring Ricky in the 47, but I love that paint scheme. It's just good. Yeah. It's a that's a great NASCAR sponsor because it just makes you think of like Kyle Busch and Xfinity. It's just good, good vibes. Yeah. Um, good but no, colors. there's a bunch of like say, colorful monster cans. Yeah, they need to start advertising. So, that's all I'm saying. So I'm for I Riley say, Herbst. <laughs> if I know it hasn't been confirmed, but it's been heavily reported that uh, Bush is going to leave Stuart House Racing and <gasps> go to Ross Chastain at Trackhouse. That's been reported. We talked about it in the T. I don't. That's not like signed. I don't think. I don't know if they're still considering options. Whatever. I wonder if Todd Gilland. Going to the four would entice them at all, or if they just go to Chastain anyway. I don't think beer drinking think guys. So. Be- Listen, I said this before: beer drinking, um, not gay people that drink beer. <laughs> I said not gay because of the Bud Light thing, but they love, oh. they mm-hmm. love Ross Chastain. That is their entire vibe. Yeah. The I don't give a single F about you. I'm going to do what I want. That says alcohol. A, that has alcohol. You make a great case. Ross Chastain has alcohol written all over it. Todd Gillen's cute and all. Nah. You, Ross Ch- there is no better human on the earth to represent a beer than Ross Chastain. I agree. I actually do agree. But just I wonder 
you know. And then they can create like a watermelon flavor and then like have a whole advertising campaign. Hire me. Zach, that's so smart. I am smart. They already did a water flavor. They already did water flavor. I'm sorry. The the apple, the apple flavor. I said water. I'm about to say the water water flavor. It does. That that tastes like water. (laughs) No, they did the apple flavor. Yeah. And they had it on the car. Do a watermelon one. That'd Do you know the, I was saying watermelon. That's you know the happened. corn okay. the corn car? I thought it was actually corn flavored beer, but no, it was just the beer was like made out of corn. Because I think oh. most beer is made out of corn or something. I don't know. Mm. Again, I'm gay. I thought it was corn flavored yeah. beer. Because my cousin had that corn bush once, the farmers yeah, yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, does that actually taste like corn? And he's like, no, you dumbass. <laughs> I think that. Like, okay. That one tastes nasty. Ew. I bet. Ew. But then they made. Oh, All right. They, still, they made dog yeah. brew. But Anyway, conclusion is there. Sign Todd Gill into top team. Someone. Yeah. I'm just, God, whatever. We're going to take a break. We're going to get to the T where we talk about some celebrities. Um, Some of them are leading the points. Some of them are, you know, we will see. And we'll talk a little <laughs> bit about the Xfinity race. We, X, sorry, let me not say that so fast. Xfinity race. So we will be back after the break. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It's time for the T, everyone's favorite segment. Alex, I <laughs> did you watch the Arca race Saturday at all? No. It was what you expect. No. Um, dumb excuses for Rex, like you know, like literally wrecking on the straightaway, not even from a bump draft, just he accidentally hit him in the side and they wrecked. Right? Um, mm-hmm. you know. Arca. It's great. Um, apparently it was only like what their third race of the year though. Which I didn't know. For the main Arca series? Yes. yes. It was their third yeah, race. For the main, like, you know, the classic Arca, not what, you know, Canon Pro Series became. But anyway, mm-hmm. so that happened. And I'm just like, cool. Guess who's leaving the points leader after Talladega? One Frankie Munez. Mun- I can't say his name. Munez. Mun- Munez? Munez, Frankie Munez. Frankie if you, Munez. If you don't know who that is, or if you think you, you've heard that name before, he was the child star from Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, Hollywood actor. Um, and he did other stuff too. Like I think he was in like Spy Kids or something. I don't know. But No, he, he was not in Spy Kids. He wasn't? He was in no. some Disney Channel. Shut up. It wasn't Spy I know Kids. What you're talking about. It was um Oh, what movie was Agent I'm, Cody Banks? I, that's it. That's yeah. what it was. I'm slinking. Yep. It was not. You said not Spy Kids. The way you said it was not Spy Kids. As as a Spy Kids enthusiast, apparently, um, the guy from Spy Kids is married to Megan Trainer. So that's how I. That's why I. Knew that's that. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. But yeah. So he's yeah. you know he ev- people in popular culture know who he is, but. He, for a long bit, has actually been interested in motorsports, and he's actually done, you know, a bit of motorsports racing on the side. He's now doing full-time ARCA, and I guess a lot of guys don't do the full normal schedule on ARCA, I guess, but either way, he's the points leader. Whoa. That's crazy. That's just such a weird thing. 
Yeah, and I don't know if you watch these, Zach, but do you remember the celebrity race challenge things they would do that Long Toyota Beach Long, channel? Yep, the Toyota, yep, Long yeah, Beach, yeah, yeah. yep. And and Frankie would be in that like every single year, and I think he won one of them. Apparently. So, yeah. I'm going to look this guy. Really cool. I'm happy for him. Frankie Muniz racing reference. What I want to see what his actual history of racing is. If there's going to be I anything it's, on racing reference. It's, it's probably just, just Arca. Arca. And the celebrity race is my assumption. Oh, wait. Oh, here's more. Oh, yeah. So it said he did. I don't know if he all the Toyota races, all the celebrity races he did. He did not win any of them. I feel like he did more. He did. He did like sports car racing, but I guess it wasn't like the big leagues to where it's like on racing reference Mm. or like maybe it was Trans Am or something. I don't know. He did something like that. I swear. So, that's yeah. cool. Very cool, though. Very happy for him. Happy for Arca, because that's actually really good, you know, attention for Arca to get yeah. as a series as well. Um, from one celebrity to another, uh, I want to inform everyone that Zach did not know about this. <laughs> I don't know where this before is going. Recording. And when we went over the outline together before we recorded, Zach was very confused. So, there's a rumor going around out there, Zach. That Fernando Alonso, the Formula One champion, and Taylor Swift, the Taylor Swift, are dating. It's a rumor, I mean, not not a not a troll. It's a rumor. That's worse than I imagined. So, it's a troll rumor. I'm pretty sure it's like a joking rumor. Yeah. And Zach Fernando Alonso on his TikTok used a Taylor Swift song today. What? Shut up. He boy, he no, did. he's trolling and too. He's trolling too. Because if he's he knows, really dating it's, Taylor it's Swift, funny. he would not post. Like that's cringe, isn't that cringe? And and the <laughs> caption said "Race Week Era," and she's on the Era's tour right now. So Fernando Alonso mm-hmm. is forty-one years old. How old is Taylor? Thirty-three. Okay, the age gap isn't as bad as I thought. I was just like, but he's so old. That was my first thought. I'm like, he's so old. <laughs> but Taylor's good oh, enough there in years too, though. I mean, oh, God, she's 33 years old. Wow. I remember when 22 came out. That's when she was 22. I'm older than 22 now. Like what? Me too. So Shoot, weird. I'm 23. Oh my God. God, man, you're old. That's crazy. So, um. Yeah, I think this is very funny. Um, I'm ready I don't for, think it's real, I obviously. Think, but okay, we need some F1 driver though to date some big pop star. Like, who else is really big? Like, I don't know. Like, well, who? Lewis Hamilton used to date um, someone, right? Someone really popular like I that. I don't know who's someone. <laughs> I think I think he did. I'm ready for the drama. Like. I don't know. I'm here for it. Max Verstappen <laughs> needs to date somebody so then he can get distracted and start losing. Yeah, I'd like that. So, I support that. I would like that a lot. Heartbreak. Make it break his heart. Please. You know who that would actually happen to, Zach? That's Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc would end up that's what he Ferrari would finally get their stuff together and then Charles starts like messing around. I don't know. Yeah. I'm waiting for one of the, you saw the post, right? Where they're like it was like, never have I ever posted a topless pick. And George mm-hmm. Russell's just like, oh, I might have. 
Okay, George. Post one like every week. Like literally. God. Uh, that was so What's funny. What's funny about Valtteri? Valtteri was like, oh, it wasn't a selfie. And I'm just thinking of that one picture where his butt's just completely out on the river. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Slay of the week, actually, to Valtteri, just for that. Just for no Didn't reason. Happen this week. But no reason. Just, yeah, for that. So, moving over to the Xfinity race, this is a closure of our T here. Uh, Jordan Anderson Racing, they won with Jeb Burton. And it was a year after Jordan Anderson's scary crash at Talladega. Yep. Like, horrifying crash. And very cool, very full circle for Jordan Anderson himself, I think. Um, Yeah. Do you have anything to say about that? I mean, it's really cool. I didn't even realize he owned, um, I didn't even realize he owned that car at first until TV said it, but, um, cause I was like half paying attention yeah. to the Xfinity race, but Jeb Burton, it's a kind of big deal for him getting a second, um, win ever. Um, also yeah. at Talladega kind of, you know, you don't, you don't look into that kind of thing twice, but, um, you know, I, what is, is Jordan Anderson racing at all? Like in the, I don't think as a so. Driver, is I don't it think just so. something he's just doesn't want to do anymore. I'm, I'm curious. I don't know. That. I don't. I don't. Someone can correct us, but I don't know if he's raced since that truck crash yeah, last year. Probably not, honestly. But, um, and I guess that's probably what the first win for Jordan Anderson Racing. I think in truck. I think so. I, I don't know right? if they ever got a win in the truck series and. I don't even remember how new this team is in Xfinity. I feel like... This well, what team did Myatt Snyder win for? Was that for him? I think that was for Childress still. At Homestead? I don't... Yeah. Yeah, that was Was that, that still Childress. for Childress? Yeah, that was Childress. Okay, so I don't I don't think Jordan Anderson's ever won as an owner. Is Myatt Snyder so, yeah. still racing? Uh, Myatt Snyder was uh, released by Jordan Anderson after last year. What's my so man like doing? part-time... He's he been just... part-time at different rides. Wasn't he at Joe Gibbs for a little bit? Yeah. Oh, it's... right. I remember. Okay. Yeah, he had the hot sauce I think car. he's in that... Yeah, I think he's been hopping around in different cars this year. Darn. Um, but yeah, and let's talk about the Xfinity race as a whole. It was kind of a scary race. Lots of different awful incidents. We had two cars go upside down. God, yeah. Um, Man, Blaine Perkins was hospitalized, and he's thankfully been released from the hospital as of last night. Yeah. And cool. Daniel Hamrick also got upside down. That was a scary wreck. It took out a camera. That was insane. Man. Yeah. They were just they just couldn't wreck enough, honestly. This isn't even yeah. the wreck I'm looking for. See, they wrecked so much. I'm not, I can't even find the wreck I'm looking for. Maybe that was the wreck. Oh, yeah, the camera got taken out. Yep, that's the one. And it's just like, oh, yep. God, yeah, Hamrick's upside down. I don't... Okay. I want to talk about something. So, TV was talking about how the safety crew, like, makes sure that they... And I get I get why they do this. I just find it ironic. The safety crew's mm -hmm. taking their time to get him flipped back over so that they do it nice and carefully and stuff. Bro just got tumbled back and forth, <laughs> up and over, and y'all are worried about his safety now? It just didn't make sense to me for the moment. Like, why are you being yeah, so careful yeah. about flipping him back over when he just crashed at 200 miles per hour? I don't understand that. It, just, just not additional, like, roughness, I guess, in the car. Like, they did the same thing with Chris Buescher's flip at Charlotte last year. Like, yeah, I get it, but I'm just like... If bro's gonna get hurt, he would've got hurt already, I'm just saying. 
But I guess if bro is hurt, then you don't want to hurt him more. Yeah, I think that's probably the main reason they do that. So know. you're not hurting them more, potentially. I guess, but bro's whole... Bro, I keep referring to him as bro as I know him. But then bro's just hanging upside down. <laughs> yeah. With his... With, I don't know. Anyways, like... And then they wrecked coming to the finish. So I think only like three cars finished the race without a scratch on it. So that's right. that's great for our sport. Love that. Love that. And you know, you know what else I love, Zach? Is gay racing podcast fantasy. I bet you do love it. Because you can pick literally whoever you want and you will win. Yes, I love it. I am zero on the board with IndyCar. And I wish I could have like the to confidence to say that will change next weekend. I do not think it will. Mm. You could pick what's his face. You could pick um somebody. You could pick like Ben Peterson and somehow still beat me because like my driver will like, oh, no, I lost control of my car. Because I oh, suck no. at my job just today because Dreamy Zach GP picked me. So I'm going to suck at my job. Oh, poor Zach. Poor Zach. It's time for your weekly ass kicking. But Let's I'm going to win over. Oh, you're going to win over. Yes. Okay. I actually, I'm going to uh, sweep the weekend, actually. Oh, okay. Bold. Bold statement here from Dreamy Zach I got GP. Some, I got good energy. It's, it's I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> Yeah, I'm ready. So going into Dover, I have seven points and Zach has five. Thank God Brian Blaney didn't win yesterday because I was probably going to have a heart attack. <laughs> God, I've only beat you like oh, what, three times in this NASCAR season. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's only close because you picked Kyle Busch of Fontana. Yeah. You got three points for that. All right. You are nickel and ready. me. I got, I'm ready too. You ready? All right. Yeah. Three, two, one. So, ooh. Hendrick. So Hendrick. I picked Kyle Larson. You picked William Byron. So here's a Larry McNugget for you, friend. Oh. So okay. you're right for picking William Byron, but let's let me talk to you for a minute. Let's look at the three talk short short track ovals that we've had this year, and look mm-hmm. who's either won them or about won them. I know Byron won Phoenix. But, like, Larson mm-hmm. was there. Larson won Richmond. Larson won Martinsville. He has... How many wins does he have at Dover? I think he only has the one that he did in 2019, but I might be wrong. Um, I think it's I think it's just that one. And honestly, I think... Apparently, Dover's going to be a bit of a barometer for our performance for these teams right now. Because it's... Uh, it's got some... That's why more, I picked Hendrick. It's more, yeah, you have to pick <laughs> Hendrick here. Do not pick Joe Gibbs. Do not yeah. pick. Don't even pick RCR. Don't pick Kyle Busch. Pick him, like Alex Bowman would have even been a fine pick. I'm not ready to put my money on Chase Elliott right now. Me neither. So Kyle Larson and William Byron are the two you go with, and I think Larson's going to sweep. So, mm. and by sweep, okay. I just mean help me get the sweep rather. Because ah, my IndyCar pick is going to win, get too. the lead back. My IndyCar pick is winning this race. Okay. But yeah, I picked Byron for the same reason Zach said for Larson. It's just it's going to be Hendrick Carr. Yeah. I feel unless something drastic happens. 
And, you know, Alex Bowman, I don't feel comfortable picking either. Like, yeah. he's probably the fourth best right now. Like, he's not bad. Like, he'll probably be up there. Wasn't there that, was it last year or the year before, Hendrick finished one, two, three, four at Dover? I think that was two years ago. That was, I think that was 20, I want to say it was 2021. Yes, yeah. it was. It was with Larson. Larson had the Nations Guard car. Um, yeah, so I think both, we'll see more of that. Okay, this race has a habit of getting rained out to Monday. Can this please not happen? I would like to watch I've it. Looked, I, I've seen people talking about the forecast on Twitter, Zach, and it looks like it's going to be raining. Well, honestly, to be honest with you, I will love any excuse to take off. Or I'll take off half a day. You know what else, Zach? I'll take off half a day. Hold on, I'm thinking now. But that also means everyone can watch IndyCar at Barber Motorsports Park on NBC and Peacock. Are we having a conflict? Yeah. They're on. We have another conflict. The counter's up to to two. Well, speaking of IndyCar, are you ready to find out who I think is going to win this race? I'm ready. Let me type out my pick. We are typing. Dreamy Zach is typing. Dreamy Zach is typing out the winner right now. You ready? I'm I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. All right. Got it. I got my second pick. We both picked Pato Award. I got my second pick. You ready? Let me type it out. I'm, 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 shut the fuck up. Pick, get your second pick. It's good. Get your second. Are you ready? Are it. you yeah. ready? <laughs> I'm ready, Zach. Okay. I'm so Can ready. Can you hear me? <laughs> I hear you. Okay. Three, two, one. I hate no this No way. Alex Pillow. We both picked Alex Pillow. Got my third pick ready. You think you're so funny. I love you. You're so funny. This... Let me actually double check too. my stats. I wasn't expecting to have to go this far. Hmm. Okay. Ooh. You know what? I'm changing mine. Oh, uh, good. Because you probably had the winner okay. picked. <laughs> or maybe I just picked the winner. I changed to the winner. Alright. You ready? Alright. Yep. Alright. Three, two, one. I hate you! No way! I hate you! I hate you! No! This is why I don't win! This is why I don't okay. win! Because you pick No, I do pick the winner every single week, but you pick him too! This is not fair! Well, this is great. <laughs> uh we both picked Marcus Erickson. God! Yeah. See, no sometimes way. this is I mean, why I'm just like, I should just go pick the second best guy so at least I can have uh-huh. him. Because now I'm like, who the f- who do I pick? Jesus. Joseph's still on the table. I really, Joseph's still on the table here. I don't know if Dixon's I want that. Dixon's still on the table. I really don't know if I want that. Yeah? Well, hmm. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with this. I got I got. You need a moment? No, I got you it. You need a moment. Mm, okay. I got it. I think. Let me think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. Are you, you ready? Yep. All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> okay, thank God. You're going Grosjean. I pick Roman Grosjean. <sighs> I'm so disappointed. Because Roman Grosjean's not somebody I would ever be like, yeah, you can definitely get me what I want. We picked the two guys that crashed to St. Pete, though. <laughs> We did. I picked Scott McLaughlin. Hey, I mean, listen, he's been really fast this year. There's nothing that's been telling me that, like, he won't go out there and get a top five. So, I like him right now. Um, 
Scott McGlynn. Messi, he's going to qualify like 14th. Have fun. He can get on the pole. He, he can, can get on the pole. All right, have fun. I um, he's, that, that was a fun fantasy pick. You you were trying really hard. No, this it time. wasn't fun. Neither it was fun. No, shut up. It was fun for you because you have a five point lead. I have yeah, to so pick like, the winner. You, you could win. You don't understand. And I still have the point lead. No, shut up. I have to pick the. You don't understand. I have to pick the winner. You just stole the top three. How am I supposed to pick the winner with the fourth best driver? This oh asshole. I hate Alex. Y'all see what I have to deal with. He stole. This is not fair. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Okay. For you. And oh, then he's like, awesome no, and then Thank he you. goes like, fantasy's so fun. I love this. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I'm know, going mentally I've... insane. You're going to some Scott McLaughlin is somehow going to back into this win this weekend. You're going to have an eight point lead on me. I'm going to check myself into a mental institution. I could literally clinch <laughs> like halfway through the season. No, uh, maybe. I... Hopefully, maybe not. if I. Like, if I get another win, I'd have eight points. There's only 17 races. Like. Ooh. <laughs> I did. I did clinch before the championship last year. So oh, I don't. I didn't before. remember that. Yeah, I totally did. I totally yeah. don't. I totally don't stay up at night thinking about it. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Um, we'll be back next week to talk about Roman Grosjean winning. Um. Barber, um, and see. Also, I picked Pato first because it's like oh five and five. That's great. Hmm. True. Who's won the most NASCAR races? Every time there's an IndyCar race on, hasn't Kyle Larson won both? Avery Hage, do the digging on that. Wasn't because what didn't uh, Texas run during Richmond or something? Or am I thinking of something else? I feel like I it think did. so. And Kyle Larson yeah, won that. Yeah. <gasps> and then Kyle Larson mm-hmm. won Martinsville. <gasps> mm-hmm. And you know, Kyle's have been winning a lot lately. Kyle Bush. Kyle Kirkwood. I should have picked Bush, Kyle Kirkwood. Kyle Larson. I should have just picked. I thought about him. Who was your other pick? Who are you going to pick besides McLaughlin? Scott Dixon. I had Scott typed out and then I backed up. And then I was like, I'm going to go with his teammate, Erickson. Then you picked Erickson. So, Dixon's never won Barber. So, I didn't want to go with that. Yeah. Neither is McLaughlin, of course. But, yeah. Well, that's crazy. Um, All right. Well, fantasy's getting heated. But, yeah, uh, if you guys are listening and enjoyed this episode, um, as if you got... Sorry, let me try that again. If you enjoyed this episode as much as Alex enjoys beating my ass in Gay Racing Podcast Fantasy, then you should leave a five-star rating. Enough stars for Alex's point lead on me in IndyCar. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so give us a rating on Spotify and Apple, wherever you listen. Um, follow us on Twitter. Um, and Instagram at Gay Racing Pod. Um, thank God they removed the blue check marks because now we can look as as unofficial as everyone else. Um, 
But yeah, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GaryRacingPod. Follow me on Twitter for literally nothing because apparently I don't tweet anymore. Um, all I tweet is nothing. All I tweet is Noah Gregson sucks. Um, Joey Logano and insert reaction video, and then um, I don't know. Nothing. You'll say gay. Yeah. You'll say something about gay. Follow me at yeah. Dreamy Zach GP. Follow Alex for actual um human uh takes on what's happening in the motorsports world because Alex is very smart. So yes. Thank you. Yes. You are. I'm Clint Boyer. You are anybody else. Chad Kenaus. I'm Chad Kanaus. You are literally, yeah. honestly, literally put anybody else in the booth and they will look normal compared to Clint. Yeah, I feel like you could put true, DW true. in the booth and he looks more normal than Clint Boyer. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did you see Daryl Waltrip's tweet that he said, Almarola? That no was a great a tweet. That was a great tweet. It's like, because he doesn't tweet that much. So that was a great tweet. No, he doesn't. That was tweet. Oh, good tweet. We should start doing tweets of the week. That would be so fun. Oh my gosh. Or at least yeah, like that's next my tweet time of the week. Next time we don't it. have like um a lot of stuff to talk about. Tweets best tweets of the week. <laughs> I love it. God. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and supporting um the podcast. We have been growing a lot. Our numbers rise every single week. It's awesome to see. So, thank you guys for the support. We will see you guys next week to talk about Barber and um Dover, Barber and Dover. It rhymes. Um, so yeah, you guys have a great week and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. We're less weird.